Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to... But it was aliens. The extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe some weird alien shit to entertain our free listeners. I'm hosting this week's probe and my name continues to be Greybeard. With me is my former... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I am not his former fuck. (laughs) My co-former... Man in black and Mooner himself, Granville Moonwalker. Tell me, Granville, do you like jazz? Who doesn't like jazz? Are you Batman Skat transitioning jazz. me here? I am. <laughs> For my fuck. <laughs> my tongue got tied. Oh. <laughs> You've got to keep that in there now. <laughs> Today, we are... We are going to probe. Hold on. Have you? Do you listen back to our episodes? Because you know I've put that in one, don't you? No, you haven't. I swear to you, I have. Is it one that's come out? Yeah, it's the one where I kept referring to you as Robin. I've not listened to that one. Unlucky. You don't remember which one it is now, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I put loads of little sound effects in that one. <sighs> Today, we are going to probe a case heavily involving jazz. Well, kind of, Godfather. Let me take you to Los Angeles, California. Don't do it. Where today... Knows how to party. Damn it. I'm introducing you to a lady who bills herself as the intergalactic diva. None other than Pamela Stonebrook. If she does not look like the blue woman out of um, The Fifth Element, <laughs> I call bullshit. It's, it's funny you say that, because I really thought you were <laughs> going to say green. she doesn't look like the wrestler Chris Statlander. Nah. Anywho, I say build. It all started as a joke, actually. A sign-up sheet managed by a drummer for a jazz showcase asked those signing up to list their names and instruments, and Pamela recalls that she put her name as the Intergalactic Diva under instrument as an absolute joke. I don't actually know what instrument Pamela played. Maybe she played several. Maybe her vocal was the most remarkable instrument. Regardless, Intergalactic Diva was a joke. But little did she know, my friend. Little did she know. So, was she someone that was a musician that just decided to have a laugh? Yeah. Or was she just a, I don't know, normal, but someone that was just like a fan or in the crowd that decided to She have was a laugh? an actual singer, certainly, musician, kind of. So, little did she know. Yeah, hmm. so for an absolute laugh, because I don't know whether she played any instruments, but she signed up on this um, jazz open band session thingy. I'm going to say... you put your name and what you do, and she put Intergalactic Diva She put Intergalactic Diva, mm-hmm. and she was like a scat singer, or done scat jazz. And then <laughs> she... I just got a scat man in my head now. <laughs> the delivery came. And I went to collect it. And you just started scat banning. <laughs> Great times. But I reckon she was into scat jazz and went up on As stage. to scat porn. And then... Oh, oh, <laughs> too far. And then uh, all of a sudden just started speaking in alien tongue. 
and everyone thought that was her doing her jazz thing and they absolutely loved it but she couldn't stop speaking alien she's like beep you got really into that and you look so entertained as you were doing it as well you were just having a time of your life there that's what jazz is my friend you asked me if i like jazz and i said yes the title intergalactic diva actually stuck wherever pamela went that's what people called her it was complete chance really Pamela wasn't expecting it to stick. She could have written anything on that sheet that day, but eventually, Pamela lost interest in the intergalactic label and got a little more serious. But I can tell you right now, the intergalactic didn't forget about Pamela. Of course they didn't. Serious question. I basically haven't told you anything yet. Do you have any idea where I'm going with this? She is known as the intergalactic diva. There are some aliens out there that have heard her music and was like the intergalactic diva. We need to get her to come perform for our fucking boss. <laughs> so that their mob boss out in space likes to hang out in space jazz clubs. So they come and grab her and get her to perform because She's they like, think she is the best intergalactic diva out there. She's now performing in that that bar from Star Wars. Do, 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 do. Canteen. That's it. Can- is it canteen or cantina? Cantina. Canteen is somewhere you eat in school. <laughs> or have, is it the, one of the new Star Warses where you've got that literal scat bebop singer? Skippy dippy dap and you dip dip. No, I, I can't think which one it is, but it's definitely in one of them. They've tried to like redo the cantina with. Do I know why I have no idea? Because they're your favourite films other than Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Because Star Wars is... Careful. Wait for it. Careful. Shit. Which one? The middle trilogy. (laughs) Got you there, didn't I, Pan? (laughs) Now, I want you to remember here that this is a university-educated and established highly talented musician you say you want me to remember but you never told me this in the first place yeah but i'm saying it and telling you to remember it now punk put together her first rock band at 16 years of age and toured through cabarets and topless lounges once of age honing her craft and smoky vocal before moving to California in 1975. Pamela spent time in Japan before moving to Los Angeles. By time in Japan, I mean eight years. Pamela was so good that she became resident at the Playboy Club in Tokyo and attended other clubs after her sets with the band who just loved to show her off. Pamela was genuinely very good and it was unusual for these bands to have such a good English-speaking singer. This lady has performed for celebrity birthdays, such as for Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry. But alas, around 1994, Pamela had her first conscious experience whereby Pamela found herself aboard an alien vessel. Is that because she got invited onto the set of Star Star Trek? Trek. (laughs) 
after performing for Jean Roddenberry. It could have put it in her head, I guess. And I did know that you were going to go there, but I expected you to go somewhere else first. Where did you expect me to go? Titty bar. Oh, no, because you put once of age. Yeah, I, I filled in the <laughs> hole before you dug it. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but when you said um, I was honing her smoky vocals, mm-hmm. all I could think about was Amy Winehouse. Yeah, fair. Oh, she was fucking amazing. Especially her first album. Was it Frank? Oh, Back to Black was a good album, don't get me wrong, but I can remember seeing Amy Winehouse one of her first performances before she was big. Yeah. I, just, I came home after a few drinks at a pub or something, possibly with you folks. But um, I remember you telling me about her. Yeah, and saw her on... I was flicking through the channels and live with Jules Holland, or late with Jules Holland, what's they were called, and she must have been only about, like, 18, early 20s at the oldest, but absolutely mind-blowing performance. You knew straight away she was going places. She was incredible. Got Rest it. in peace, Amy Winehouse. Indeed. At this point in time, Pamela was also a celebrity agent in Houston, Texas. Pamela had finished a long shift at the office and got home for an early night as she was shattered. Pamela closed her eyes and as she next opened them, Pamela saw that she was curled up in the fetal position in a dark metallic room shaped like a truncated pyramid, a pyramid missing the top part and point, so to speak. Pamela tweaked that she was on an alien craft and as she did a line of small gray skinned greys came into the room <laughs> looking at pamela one walked up to pamela and went and told her not to be afraid before asking pamela to follow them would you follow it first thing i would ask Indeed. Is, are you going to hurt me? Good question. And then if they said no, I probably would follow. Simply because... You gullible bastard. What else are you going to do? Shit yourself and hope they find it disgusting and let you go. But what if they don't and they just think, ah, oh, it's then, a waste. Then everyone gets covered and in shit. Kill you. you win. <clears throat> you just shit yourself, not shit on them. Well, if they don't leave you alone, <laughs> their choices are... How much shit you alone. do you think is inside your body? Are you going to cover all these greys? You ever seen me shit? Don't want to. Exactly. You got a sub. <laughs> oh, that. Oh. Have we ever explained who sub is? Nope. Let's just say foot long <laughs> and leave it at that. <laughs> could tell he laid one as well. Fucking oh, come stunk. on. Let's move on. <laughs> sub. So, would I follow them? Yeah, probably. Because. Oh, did she wake up naked? Or did she just wake up? Because if they left me with clothes on, eh, I'll get up. I'll go. I mean, I'll be like, have I got to fight someone? Am I going to die? You're going to hurt me? Or are we just going to meet someone that you want me to uh, do some scat jazz for? Completely forgotten. <laughs> Where we I have taken point. you way off. <laughs> right. Anywho. Okay, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Pamela followed the Greys into a room to which the door closed behind them. Standard. Why would you leave doors open? 
Same no, comment. You're not a fucking tramp. Pamela <laughs> was then startled to see that three or four apparently female grey-typed creatures, even smaller than the ones she had followed, were looking up at Pamela. The greys looked kind of frail with wispy hair. The greys then ran over to Pamela, grabbed Pamela's arms and shouted, Mummy! What I think they did is they shouted Mummy not realising that that is a different term. I reckon they were just watching like either videos or studying humans and just saw little kids running up to their mum screaming mummy. So they thought that was the term. <laughs> so they just ran up to or her and went mummy. Is mummy like alien for twat? Or... So they were all mocking her. It could be human on their craft. alien for you are a goddess. And mm-hmm. she was there to just sing scat jazz to them. You're really into this scat, aren't you? Really into some jazz. At this point, (laughs) Pamela absolutely shit her pants. Pamela staggered back, and next thing... See, she's smart. She's doing exactly what we said. Pamela staggered back, and next thing she knew, Pamela was back in bed. Pamela was confused, but in the main, petrified. So Pamela rushed to the bathroom to wash her face in the sink. Pamela rolled up her kimbono sleeves, only to discover that her arms were covered in bruises. Pamela suddenly remembered every single detail vividly. Pamela stopped with music completely for about a year and a half after this. Pamela was a bit messed up by it all, which I'm sure you can appreciate because you once became fixated on hybrid or clone children. These things leave an impact. Do you reckon she just had a messed up batch of uh, drugs like yes she may have had a long day at the office I've seen no evidence of past or failed drug tests so I couldn't rule it out okay she may have been like oh it's been a long day let me just go home and smoke some weed or do something that'd have to be some kind of weed to do that to you I was about to say the weed you got might have been I suppose probably not weed but if you would have um uh, what was it The smoky smoked in Friday? Angel dust. Oh, God. She might have um, smoked some angel dust and sent her on a complete trip. Because in that, he thought someone was attacking him and he okay. ended up being in the pigeon coop. Or um, chicken coop, even. And the bruises? Um, she might have just got in a fight with a friend or... But she'd remember that, over surely, or knocked she? over. Not necessarily. I feel like... High off your face. But we're talking covered in bruises. I have woken up with scratches and marks. Yeah, but you do all some shit. And not remembered how the fuck I got them. Did not get probed. Completely got probed. So, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Got ridiculously drunk, got into a fight. And it messed her up for mm-hmm. like a year and a half. You never know. There are some crazy drugs out there, sir. So you've got an alternative crazy theory. Crazy drugs. Scat drugs. Obviously, fucking doing that. <laughs> obviously, the next logical step was to undergo hypnotic regression. I won't ding 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 ding. I won't dwell on the sessions themselves as it frustrates me when hypnosis always comes up. Suffice to say, Pamela uncovered more memories. Of course she did. Pamela, it turned out, 
had actually undergone several examinations by extraterrestrials and these greys were responsible for four phantom pregnancies Pamela had experienced. So just to clarify, for most of this year and a half that Pamela was not making music, Pamela was thinking that she was crazy and she was not accepting what she could remember. Pamela was a logical lady and she did not like what her mind was telling her. You see, it wasn't just greys. But before I get to that, Pamela also came to realise that when Pamela was about eight, she had actually had two peculiar scars just pop up out of nowhere on her shin that she couldn't explain. As she aged, Pamela realised that they were probably scoop marks left by extraterrestrial tissue sampling. The scars remained to the day Pamela recounted these stories, which was originally in the late 90s. Might have knocked her leg on a bedpost. Twice? You never know. I find um, that highly unlikely. An accident, fallen off a bike. Unlikely. What kid does that? Continue. Tripped and fell down a mountain. More likely. Snowboarding accident. Possible. Fought a shark. Very good idea. Maybe several bears. Learned the lessons from... Learned some cat kung fu. <laughs> cat kung fu. Got into a fight with some vicious street grannies. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And that's where the scars came from. Those ladies know their stuff. Street grannies. Stop scatting. I mentioned that it wasn't just greys that visited Jazzy Pamela. Turns out, Pamela was also visited by a reptilian and had three explicitly sexual encounters from about 1998. The reptilian is described to have been extraordinarily sexually talented. What year did Godzilla come out? The modern one. Mm Mm-hmm. With no. P. Diddy singing the song. Yeah. Come with me. Do, do, do. That one. 1998, I believe. Hmm. Coincidence. Godzilla is huge. Yes. Let's find out if the Reptilian 2 is huge. So, extraordinarily sexually talented. Let me just detail some of the lovemaking here. Bang one. Pamela was awoken from her sleep to discover that she was in the process of making sweet, sweet love to a hot blonde dude comparable to a Greek god. Pamela never brought people home, so was shocked, but Pamela concluded that she was dreaming, so she closed her eyes and enjoyed how comfortable this man felt inside her. When Pamela next opened her eyes, something changed. Banging became more aggressive. It was different. Pamela realised that her godlike partner had grown inexplicably. By grown, yes, I mean he was bigger all over. Yes, Pamela specified that she could feel he was bigger inside her vagina. To be more precise though, the man had morphed into a six foot tall reptilian with a crocodilian snout and scaly snake skin. Pamela realised that this was a shape-shifting alien and became frightened, but the reptilian detected this and whispered to Pamela, We've always been together. We love each other. What are you saying for? Get involved. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> so disgustingly, they raped her? In a way. What do you mean, in a way? So she woke up to someone having sex with her. I guess that is the beginning of a rape, isn't it? But then she... She thought she was dreaming, so you can't really call that consent. But the fact that it turned into a six-foot reptilian with a crocodile snout... And a huge package. I'm just going to say that she dreamt it. I mean, that feels like quite a stretch. I borderline take offence at that. Okay. She had some scat drugs and dreamt it. The power of jazz is How strong in How dare this you question my sources, sir? So, it was Godzilla? Yes. <laughs> and the P. Diddy song was inside. Because don't Godzilla's little, like, babies in the 1998 Godzilla really remember look like other little than... kind of crocodile Godzilla things? So maybe it was one of those she was picturing. Don't and remember, it, she went from Matthew Broderick as a Greek goddess to the uh, baby Godzilla. The baby. Come huge. with me. Do, 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 do. Was playing in the background. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Come on me. <laughs> Ruined that song? Nah. Still a good song. Okay, so I need to get this away from being horrendous. I don't think she was raped because I don't believe that this happened. Okay. In real life. I believe she dreamt it. So we've always been together. We love each other, yeah? Mm. At those words, the whispering, and with a telepathic bind in place, Pamela was happy to surrender her ass to the alien. Mr. Reptilian was sly and slick with a playful, bad boy attitude. The orgasms, Pamela says, tingled over every single ounce of her being. Every hair follicle stood on end as Pamela queefed all over him. Oh, yeah. I debated like doing an erotic porn section here, but I just didn't trust myself not to laugh. But there you go. The best bang ever. I wonder if our American listeners now use bang in their common terminology. I feel like we say it quite a lot on this podcast. In Oh, I was about to say in general or on our podcast? We say it a lot on this podcast. <laughs> well, people bang a lot. People do bang a lot. It's not our fault. But I don't I know where bang, that's... Bang, 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 bang. I say a bang, 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 and he bang. Bang, bang. Bang, 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 and he bang. I say a bang, 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 and he bang. Bang, bang, ooh. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, So all of this happened. Yeah, it did. Thank you. In the time that she took time away from her music. Or did all of this happen throughout her life and while she was making music? So this had been happening from about 98. Doesn't answer my question. She had been singing before this happened, but then... She'd had her encounter, had the year off and started remembering the bangs and then it was on. So all of that happened before she took time off. She just remembered it during her time off. Possibly. It's not entirely clear in the narrative as to whether it continued while she was having the time off. So she takes time off and mm -hmm. then she comes back to making music. She might. Does her subject change when she comes back from making music? We're going to discuss her future later on. How popular was she? Massive. Well, hold on. Number one albums all no, over the no, world. No, 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 <laughs> no. 
because she turned into um, an agent, wasn't it? Yes. So if you're top-selling artist and all of this stuff, you're not going to be an agent at the same time. You won't have time for that. So. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> was there a decline in her music? Did she take some time off? Come back with a whole new subject matter during a time where possibly aliens were becoming hip again. Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. Um, Independence, Independence Day. Independence Day, yep. yeah. And uh, kind of take off, shall we say. So I see where you're coming from, but she didn't really no, don't. decline so coming much. From everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't really declining so much, just she was doing quite well in... I see, she didn't decline, she just didn't take off Mm. in the UK. Yeah, she was like a a working singer, but not like a worldwide celebrity who can live off one album. She was working sort of night to night as a singer. Okay. It was her job. Makes sense. So going from one night bar to the other. And then to another one for double pay because she was so good. Yeah. Makes sense. But we will get into some more of this a little bit later. I saw a couple of stories on Pamela's encounters, and some say that there were three. Meanwhile, others said that these encounters lasted about three years, so I'm not sure which it was. Regardless, they were wonderful and temporary. Then, after this, it's as if Pamela dropped off the face of the planet, so to speak. She set up an abduction support group and whatnot, and this was all in the press, then nothing. Her music stopped, no more stories, nothing. Oh, but I do happen to have a portrait Pamela had made of her reptilian here, Mooney, plus a mock-up, a mock-up on the right here. I'll post these to our Instagram folks at But It Was Aliens Podcast. Before I look... Yes... Musician disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah. You don't hear anything about them. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere. Everyone becomes intrigued to where they've been, what they've been doing, their new sound. She's gone to set up an abduction support group. But then she stopped. So? So she went to start the group and didn't start the group. Or she went to start it, started it, and then was like, nope. Hmm. <laughs> She's got some stuff to work for, all right? Give her a break. <laughs> She's right, not I'm going to look through these pictures. her to be here. Well, well, well. Yes. Don't these reptilian bastards look muscly? <sighs> I said muscly, muscly, muscly. You did. Yes. <laughs> I was going to let that go. <laughs> I've got two pictures of reptilian aliens. Just think of a lizard man, and that is what is in front of me. One is green and has a purple tie-dye vest on. I mean, he's cool. I'd say he's got a purple haze. Tie-dye vest. Aura. And I just assumed that was a purple background. That's his aura. So his aura goes through his vest. Yep. Okay. His Remember his sexual prowess here, son. And, um... This thing put the moves on you, you'd be queefing everywhere. <laughs> on the right, there is a humanoid reptilian 
whose arms are quite long. They come down to his knees. And he's got really tight pants. He does have tight pants on. You can They're see... They're brown pants mm-hmm. with a brown vest. And the vest is tucked into his pants. And then it looks like he has a comb tucked into his uh, pants as well. Why can't you just say he's got a big package? Why can't you believe... No, because if you look at the side... Oh, sorry, you're talking about the thing round, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant he's got something for making the bulge big. No, just looks like a reptilian in pants. So have you looked at the bulge? No. Look at the bulge. I'm looking at the comb. <laughs> the comb is right next to the bulge. No, it's not. It's by his waist. That's how big the bulge is. <laughs> look at the bulge. Kev really wants me to look at penis. Um, so he has a tiny little bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Banana hammock. Was this woman good at business? What do you mean? So, has she taken some time off to come up with a business plan, a plot, no, a ploy? not really. And how to uh, come back and hit the ground running, reach the top of the charts, best-selling alien album. So, again... Scat jazz, alien jazz. I hope you have a sample of her music in this probe. So, this lady... She's not the demon you're making her out to be. I'm not saying she's a demon. Like, she's not looking for an angle, shall we say. She's good she's following album. what she believes. Okay. As we're doing pictures, I'll just show you what Pamela herself looked like around this time for reference. Again, I'll upload these two images for our listeners if you want to check out our Instagram, as I said earlier, but it was Aliens Podcast. Here they are for you, Granville. (laughs) (laughs) So, she does not look anything like the um, blue alien from The Fifth Element. What is her name? I don't know. I want to say Mila Djokovic, but I ain't got a clue. No, that's um, Lilu. Corbin Dallas. Tell me about the picture, son. Right, sorry. <laughs> um, I have a lady in a silver dress, it would seem, seductively laying on a black table with her hand on her forehead. She has this bright, sparkly diamond ring on. Yeah. She has... Oh, what do you call that? It's a t- her hair colour. It's a type of... Um, platinum? Platinum blonde, that's it platinum blonde hair which is nice and short and platinum blonde eyebrows it would seem and behind her on this table is this reptilian it's the one with the uh, brown pants and the comb and his hand is on her as if he is uh, setting himself up to have a good time from behind she is fully clothed in a silver spacesuit type I did thing. say a silver dress. I would dress. just add, so he, he's going to be having to go through some material if that's his intention. I mean, he's got a comb. You can put a hole in it. And you've um, seen the size of his package. What is that? There's some, like, space orb in front of yeah, her as well. Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, a crystal or what. I wasn't really sure, to be honest. And I don't know what that is in the background either. Is that, like, a doorway? That's the top of a grey. Oh, so it is. Bloody hell. Yeah, so a grey is peering over. (laughs) A peeping (laughs) grey. The chair. Just the way I was looking at it, it looked like the uh, black eyes were part of the chair. Mm -hmm. So we have a peeping grey as well. Yeah. Peeping Tom. 
And below, oh, we have a picture of the Intergalactic Diva Experiencer. It is this lady again in a suit or trousers and a jacket mm-hmm. and a red scarf. She is singing. So it looks like an album cover. It uh, That is her album, isn't it? <laughs> it's called Experiencer by what? the Intergalactic Diva. Let me ask you a question. When you look at her, does she remind you of anything? Because she reminds me of something. Yes. What? She looks a bit like pink. Oh, that second one does look like pink. I wouldn't say the first one does. No. But, yeah, if you just scroll down a little bit more, you see what I first thought of. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, the thing from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Is it Goza the Gozarian? You're more into Ghostbusters than I am, so I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, the, um... Are you a god? No. <laughs> the, um, person who says that on the rooftop... She looks... She's wearing clothes very similar to what Gozer is wearing there. Huh. Then you will die. Have you, uh... Listened to the album? Kev's listened to the album. Pamela was a jazz singer, remember? As we earlier established, Pamela was visited by both the Greys and the Reptilians. It took time, of course, but after that year and a half or so... Once Pamela accepted her experiences, she started writing again. Some of her more memorable tunes include Heart of the Grey Matter and Resurrected Alien. Pamela released an album called Experiencer around 1998, which you saw the cover to just a moment ago, Mr. Moonwalker. On Pamela's song Alien, Pamela reads a message from the alien through a voice modulator. You so want to listen to this now, don't you? Yes. Can we though? Right, I'm I'm genuinely not sure. We like to put little clips from popular culture into this podcast and we often stick like TV tunes or little parts of them and whatnot in, but I think it's a different kettle of fish when you come to people's actual music. Mm. Cuz obviously people tend to get paid the rights for their music every time it's playing. So what I'm going to do is try to play just a few seconds for Mooney so that he can hear how good she is, purely to critique it. This song is available on Apple Music and apparently YouTube Music too, courtesy of Higher Self Records. I sincerely hope Pamela earns royalties on her music, and if you don't hear any music here, it's because we've removed it out of respect for her. Really good. I've got an alien this time. She's, yeah, she's decent, isn't she? Yeah. Proper jazz lounge. Right, I want to download this album. Wait, 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 wait. You ready? <laughs> there you go. So we will <laughs> please do go and listen to her. <laughs> it's proper jazz lounge music. Uh, it Quite does, relaxing. I'm not going to lie. I've got nearly yearning. Her voice is really good. <laughs> Skibbidi-bidi-bidi-bidi. 
I am going to listen to that album. Listen to that and I'm song gonna first. I'm going to review the album. <laughs> Five star that album, people, please. She deserves this. And uh, I know we sent you. Oh, imagine if we got her to do a special theme for art. That would be amazing. But obviously we are a comedy podcast and I would hope she doesn't take offence at it because we are going to conclude on what we think about her story. Yeah, but still, her music's good. <laughs> well, I think her story's good. Thoroughly entertaining lady. Obviously, there was no choice for Pamela at this point but to jump headfirst into UFO culture. Hello, hashtag UFO Twitter. We've been flirting with you ourselves. So yeah. Pamela released the music and jumped in. Pamela appeared in many interviews on television and radio. For example, the TV series Strange Universe. Some of the interviews have been difficult for Pamela because she's been very candid, leading towards a bombardment of people contacting shows, basically mocking Pamela. Pamela has even had death threats after her first interview with Art Bell. These interviews are about an hour and a half, and they are easy to understand, but also a tiny bit lower audio quality than what we like without video. So I won't include them here today, but do go and look them up if you're interested. Oh, and a small nugget for you. Pamela says that the greys are from Zeta Reticula, and reptilians don't kiss on the mouth. Is that because they don't have lips that can pucker up? Or maybe they do other things. Kiss on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> they sniff your ass. That's how they kiss. Um, absolute dickheads. Yeah. I that mean, sent her death threats. Like, fucking grow up. We laugh and joke, but we also respect people's beliefs. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean... We are not going to send them death threats. That's just no, and stupid. I've got no problem with her believing this is real. Oh no, me all. neither. I mean, believe it, you want. I might laugh at it, but or people believing her again. Believe, believe what you want, but oh, some people are idiots. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of those dickheads that um, sent death threats to the voice actress that played Abby in The Last of Us Two. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Like, fucking grow up the internet is a horrible thing but it's also our platform so thank you internet but you have some dicks on you (laughs) it's the anonymity isn't it people can get away with it Mm, the internet is full of dicks and assholes zeta reticula Mm -hmm. is that anywhere near to zeta reticuli so i think that's what she meant uh or is it or is it or does it have a sister maybe maybe it's one we don't know about possible twin because we know that um zeta reticuli is an actual place but we also know that betty and barney were full of shit whoa (laughs) i like how i'm defending your case now (laughs) i'm like whoa i mean she was going on tv shows and stuff though yeah how she went on art bell show which you don't get paid for to my knowledge no but it also gets a massive radio calling show out there and gets you yeah fair point so, advertisement in it yeah was it a music promotion thing like how long after i her... did listen to the interviews um, and like i say the audio quality wasn't enough that i could put them on here you wouldn't be able to quite understand it i did a little test but having said that i mean it was fine to understand if you're listening the first hand 
I can't recall because it was several months ago that I probed this one now. Okay. I think there was... so. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that he did play one of her songs on it. And in fact, now that I think about it, I think it might have been that one that I just played. Uh, I don't want to hear it again. Um, I do have one thing. If she was... So have you listened to the whole album? No. I've listened to several songs on the album and I skimmed for a couple that didn't grab me as much. Okay. Because if you had this traumatic experience... At first, but she came to accept it. Then she came to sing about it. Mm, okay. I mean, if it was traumatic and then you accepted it... It was traumatic at first because she didn't understand it, as you often get with experiences. She should have gone for a blues album. I've not listened to her other music, so I don't know what else she's got out there, but she wasn't making music while she was traumatised, remember? That is true. That's true. So after she came to terms? Indeed. Looking to other possible explanations, as we have to on this show, whilst in Japan, Pamela began writing her own music and found Tokyo very tough to break into. Nobody wanted to hear Pamela's own stuff, they just wanted the classics. The money was good, but Pamela spent the best part of eight years being creatively stifled. Pamela then returned to the extraterrestrial diva moniker, and that was who she was forevermore. I guess you could make the argument that she'd done this to make it, so to speak. Reverting back to her original moniker, but going all in. I'm not saying that she did, just that you could argue that. Obviously, we've mentioned substances a bit, and Pamela did have several wild years. I wish I'd have got off my face enough to see aliens. (laughs) That must be an absolutely amazing night. Well, it is actually, isn't it? It's (laughs) hair standing on endorgasmic. Every follicle was popping up. So she couldn't... Who did she go under before she... The alien. Reptilian. (laughs) When she was being serious, what was her name? Still Pamela Stonebrook. Just she wasn't the jazz alien sex singer. I mean, the intergalactic diva has much more of a ring to it. I think I'm going to call this episode Reptilian Jazz Sex. Uh, (laughs) Great title. So I can understand... If you're being creatively stifled and no one's taking you seriously when you're trying to be serious. Yeah. But... You then go back to the old moniker and mm-hmm. start to play into yeah, that. Yeah, and more. maybe she's already got an interest in that as well, so it's her passion too. And you did kind of touch on that right at the start, and I didn't want to get too deep into it, knowing that it was coming up later. Mm. Yeah, she's kind of gone all in on this. It's mm. like a wrestler when they change gimmick and it doesn't work, so they revert back to what did. Or potentially to who they really are, dialed up to 11. That is true. Looking at you, Steve Austin. Indeed. Or John Moxley. Wild thing. Pamela is down to earth about all this and doesn't see herself as an abductee, as that sounds like she's a victim. Pamela says that she is an experiencer. Pamela basically says that she knows it's hard to accept, but come at her respectfully and she will share the truth as she knows it. Pamela has even started a support group for other people with similar experiences. I'd like to close adding that Pamela did self-publish a book, but not as a book. This was a CD-ROM, including the story, photos, drawings and songs called Experiencer, a jazz singer's true account of extraterrestrial contact. 
Unfortunately, book CD-ROMs have pretty much died out now, so it's not easy to find this story. I know we are light-hearted here, but Pamela comes across very seriously about all this, a so fair play to her. If you're so inclined, check her out. From what I could see on Pamela's old archived website, which doesn't seem to be active now, it was about $28, including the delivery charge. Apparently, Pamela ended up moving to Houston to be with someone she met online. I also came across a thread online with a comment from someone saying that they knew her and that she was fighting cancer in 2010. So if that's accurate, I sincerely hope that you won that fight, Pamela. You've certainly won our hearts today. Yeah, I tried to find out where she was today. And like I say, that's the best I could do. So it's highly unlikely that we'll be getting a... uh... But it was Aliens theme song. She may well have fought it off. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if she did pass, and this is completely respectfully, I'd imagine we that might have been published somewhere. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed, she won the battle. Book CD-ROM. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s. I can't even remember them. I can don't remember think I ever had few, one. I can remember a few quirky little releases here and there down the years. Like, I can remember a CD-ROM computer game called The Nomad Soul, which was like an RPG, an action RPG, did uh, with you have a that? soundtrack. It was on PC, so you wouldn't have played it, but I did have it, so you might have seen the box in my Yeah, room. that's what I mean. Yes. That's what and I'm the soundtrack was by David Bowie, and if you put it into a CD player, it would play the songs from the soundtrack. Awesome. I want to hear music. I really do. <laughs> we can't play it on here. I know. Um, so, she has alien children. Will... So, if you remember, she had four phantom pregnancies, and then when she was... Taken, those There was little, four little yeah. aliens ran up to her saying, Mommy! Do we have any description of what her alien kids look like? Other than what we covered earlier on, no. no. Little greys. Little female greys, I believe she said. I suppose, I wonder if uh, the music tells us more. Gonna have to listen. Uh, I don't recall, to be ba, honest. Ba, 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 ba. Wrapping up, we've had the intergalactic diva Pamela Stonebrook using the moniker jokingly and the name sticking. Pamela toured titty bars and ended up spending several years at the Playboy Club in Japan before returning to America and having her first conscious experience. Pamela came home from work and woke up to find herself in a pyramid-esque ship before being greeted by greys and led to meet her four alien offspring who are never mentioned again. Pamela couldn't come to terms with this for 18 months before making peace with her experiences and releasing music about it all. Pamela came out with her story and was interviewed by many paranormal shows, admitting that she was also visited by and banged a reptilian. The sex was mint. Pamela had an abduction support group, but then vanished. I'm not sure if she's still alive, but hope that wherever she is, she's happy. Oh, and you can stream her alien jazz today. Which I am going to do. Um, Remind me about it, because I will review it. We're going to have a first. A But It Was Aliens review. Five stars. Six stars. So, joking about the intergalactic diva moniker. Yeah, but then came back to it. Then came came back to it. So, she was getting loads of attention with it. 
want to be taken more seriously. She wasn't getting loads of attention with it at first, so that's the thing. People just called her it. Oh, well, okay, they called her it. They knew her it by like her it. nickname, yeah, because she did it as a joke one and day. And then um, obviously tried to make it serious and then Indeed. couldn't. Indeed. So then Indeed. reverted back to... Indeed. Uh, Indeed. say something more jokey, but something that was more original. Yeah, I wonder, because the fact she wrote that originally, whether it's something she was quite interested in, but she just didn't necessarily come out with it back then. And then if and she's... that's who she really wanted to be and who she felt she was If she's subconsciously. performing as Pamela Stonebrook, mm-hmm. a lot of people, like you said, they wanted to hear the classics. They wanted to hear someone else singing the classics. Yeah. If you are going by the name in the Galactic Diva... People aren't going to expect the classics. Oh, They're going I, to I expect still want to hear you sing a Bohemian Rhapsody. Something else. So I think she had more creative freedom and creative license mm. in being the intergalactic diva. Yeah. And I believe she created a whole persona and backstory and everything around it, which yeah. gave it, like, fleshed it out more. It was more of a believable character. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe she was actually abducted but then also with all the drugs and everything or at least the wildlife the wild that she years, yeah. had may have experienced something whilst on drugs oh don't go dark no i mean in terms of seeing aliens uh, okay. and stuff yeah. like that like a hallucinogen while you're in a also, bar or something certain drugs of that nature can have a long-term effect and you can hallucinate long after again not to say she's hallucinating but that can happen long after you've taken said drugs like lsd can ruin you for life yeah she might have um smoked something like i mentioned earlier on angel yeah. dust in the film something like that and there may have been a godzilla poster up mm-hmm. if that was out at the time freaking godzilla <laughs> so, so um, go on. that may have subconsciously seeped into her mind and into the dream or world that she built within it mm-hmm. hence reptilians so on that note also when did hercules come out the tv show the disney oh god film. you're asking me about a disney film was it 1998 i've seen like two disney films in my life maybe they're out at the same time she saw a hercules poster she saw a godzilla poster Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Herkzilla. Mm. Are you saying that it was aliens? No. You little bitch. <laughs> I am not. You're going the the crazy years route, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that it was aliens, but it was jazz. This reptilian jazz sex story was great. I researched it in only one night. It was very straightforward from start to end other than the fact that all the information was bowled together in an incorrect order. <laughs> the story was great fun, though, as I said. I started this knowing literally nothing about it. Nothing. And less than 30 seconds into the first interview, she's banging the reptilian. <laughs> I love it when a good plan comes together. But whilst I've loved it, it's hard to get on board with for me. Still, I did find myself quite liking Pamela. As I said, she comes across across very genuine in interviews and just right, really down to earth and likable. But that's the story. Is Pamela with the aliens now? Who knows? Anything you want to go over or share before we end today's probe, Mr. Mooney? Um, no. Just remind me to review the album. Review the album. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm actually going to give it a listen. It sounded really good. Like you said, um, what was it, like bar atmosphere? or Jazz lounge. Jazz lounge, yeah. yeah. Having a couple of drinks, isn't oh. having that in the background. Another piano bar and a jazz bar. I did have one final thought myself. So she's banging a reptilian. Mm-hmm. Remember what the children looked like? Grace? Uh-huh. Maybe <laughs> they were just different partners. I like how I'm asking you to explain my case. I know. <laughs> I'm like, Maybe she was just having sex with But Marvel. she had sex with the reptilian. Maybe the reptilians just didn't get her pregnant. Maybe they're not as Oh potent no. As the no, it's going to go dark again with all the poking her in the fetal position and whatnot. When the greys took her onto the ship. Ah, right, that's today's show, you folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find us on the Twitter. On the Twitter! At Bard It Was Aliens. We have a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens where we probe pretty much anything other than aliens mummies revenants sex goblins we have it all coming up so check that out if you're mad enough to enjoy what we do we shall be heard by you next week but until then do you like jazz the truth is up there hash tag pro Reptilian Jazz Sex.